episode of Sleep Whispers. I'm Harris, and this is my curious little podcast of whispered ramblings and whispered readings, which I hope will help you to relax and fall asleep. Episode number 222, and specifically, it's a fade-out episode. I'll start with my usual guided relaxation to tuck you in, and then to fade you out, I'll be giving you the artistic preferences test, which means that I'll describe pairs of paintings to you, and you will select the painting you prefer. If you like guided imagery, or you like answering psychological test questions, then you'll enjoy this special fade-out. If you are a new listener, then welcome to my Whispers. Each week, I rotate through one of six types of episodes to calm those squirrels in your brain. These episodes include Whisperpedia episodes, Storytime episodes, Trivia Time episodes, Chat episodes, Batch episodes, and Tonight, you'll hear a fade-out episode. If you peek in the show notes or go to sleepwhispers.com, you'll find some helpful links to further calm your pesky brain squirrels, such as links to 250 more episodes of Sleep Whispers, eight-hour-long episodes of Nature Sounds and Background Noises, the latest t-shirt giveaway is still ongoing right now, some plush headphones for bedtime, and even a full-body massage chair. All right, tonight's fade-out is the artistic preference scale, which is a type of psychological survey test. The last psychological survey test I did in a fade-out episode was in episode 191. I asked you questions about your romantic style preferences, and before that, in episode 156, I asked you questions about being an introvert versus an extrovert, and before that, in episode 134, I asked you questions 
about your different personality traits. Tonight, I'll ask you questions about your artistic preferences. This is a real psychological test which measures what people enjoy about visual art. The test simply shows you two different paintings at a time, and then you just choose which one you prefer. The test then analyzes your selections and lets you know some basic commonalities about the style and content of your preferred paintings. Now, obviously this test is supposed to be done visually, but I'm going to administer it to you orally or vocally, acoustically, whatever is the proper term. It, it will be into your ear holes and not your eyeballs. actually learn your artistic preference from this episode. You'll just hear me describe two paintings, and then you will consider your preference of those two paintings as you drift off to sleep. If you do want to take the actual survey and learn your artistic preference, then feel free to use the link to the real survey in the show notes of this episode. I have a quick update for you. I told you a few weeks ago that my buddy Drew, you probably know him better as Scooter, the host of the Sleep With Me podcast, that he bought one of my Sleep Whispers t-shirts. Well, he just told me that he'll be sending a photo soon of him wearing it. So, stay tuned for that fun photo. If you already know Drew and his Sleep With Me podcast, then you'll probably enjoy hearing him and I have a whispered conversation on this podcast, which we did back in episode 137. And if you don't know all about Drew, then do check out his Sleep With Me podcast. You will hear his crazy, bizarre, non-linear bedtime stories done in his one-of-a-kind, calm, dulcet voice that will put your squirrels right to sleep. I posted a link in the show notes to his Sleep With Me podcast if you want to check him out. Now, listening to my podcast or Drew's podcast will help to out noises that can alert your squirrels and keep you awake, but our podcasts are 
absolutely useless at blocking out light that can also alert your squirrels and keep you awake. To block that pesky light, you'll need a total darkness sleep mask by Manta Sleep, the sponsor of this episode. Now, how do these sleep masks achieve total darkness? Visualize two super soft foam eye cups, kind of like small donuts, that are held lightly over your eyes by a breathable and adjustable headband. These eye cups block 100% of light without putting any pressure on your sensitive eyelids or your tender eyelashes. My wife and I both try it, and we were impressed at the complete darkness and also the gentle comfort. They even have different styles. You can get a slim mask, cool mask, a warm mask, aroma mask, and weighted masks. To get 10% of your order, just go to mantasleep.com and use the code WHISPERS. That's 10% off by going to mantasleep.com and using the code WHISPERS. And for your ease, I put the discount code and a link to the Mantasleep website in the show notes of this episode. Alright, on to my usual tuck-in, and then on to tonight's special fade-out to fully tranquilize those squirrels in your brain. Here is your tuck-in. If your lights are on, then go ahead and turn them off. If you have a mobile device, turn off the screen and set it aside while you continue to listen. Adjust your pillows just the way you like them. Adjust your covers and sheets just the way you like them. Go ahead and find a comfortable position. You can lie on your side. You can lie on your back. Or you can lie on your front. Whichever is the most comfortable position for you. Next, relax the muscles in your legs. Relax the muscles in your arms. Relax the muscles 
something good you did for someone else. This will be the happy thought you'll focus on if you find your mind wandering during the fade out. Finally, allow your entire body your mind on that one happy thought, and for the next few seconds, settle your breathing rate to a pace that feels relaxing and comfortable for you, and then I'll begin the fade out. is the Artistic Preferences Scales, version 1.2. It is a survey that assesses your preference for different styles and content of paintings. I'll describe one pair of paintings at a time, and you will decide if you prefer painting A or painting B. Initially, allow your alert brain squirrels to be engaged and distracted by visualizing and considering each painting. But then, as your squirrels feel more relaxed and sleepy, focus less on choosing a painting and focus more on just listening to my voice drifting off to sleep. Let's begin. Pair number one. Painting A shows three people. A man standing between two women. The timing looks like facing one of the women. She's sitting down. He's standing up. They appear to be discussing something. The other woman is watching the other two discuss. And the setting is taking place inside what could be someone's home. Painting B is a beach scene 
shows many people sitting at the beach. The timing could be sometime in the 1800s or early 1900s. The person closest that you can see is a man who's dressed in a suit and a bowler hat. Which makes you wonder if maybe it's not actually a beach right on the water, but maybe it's just a grassy area. But you can't tell by looking at the surface that all the people are sitting on. Many are holding umbrellas. And there's a mix of women in dresses and also some small children. In the distance, you see a landmass, which has a little tiny tower on it. The sky is blue, with one small white billowy cloud. Bear number two. Painting A is a nature scene no humans. In the middle of the painting is a tree with many leaves near the top. To the left are some smaller trees. There's grass around the base of the trees. In the background is a river or a lake. Other side of the water is more land, clusters of trees, and you can see a small ridge line of a mountain. Painting B shows a woman and a small child sitting outside. is sitting very close to the child and she's looking down at the child in a caring way. Her left hand is on the child's back and she's leaning on her right hand on the ground. The child is looking at something in its hands and seems engaged. sitting on a grassy area, and in the background is similar to the other painting. There's a body of water, which could be a river or a lake, and then behind that is some more grasslands and a mountain ridge line. Also could be colonial era, maybe England or 
is sitting down, looking up at the man who is standing up, looking down at her. They both have quizzical looks on their faces. They are inside, but all you can see is some large curtains behind them. shows a bunch of white buildings, which looks similar to a scene you might see of Greece, where they show white buildings built on the side of a cliff and they're in a stepped fashion. In the background, there's a large body of water, and then far from that, is a mountain ridge line and a blue sky filled with many billowy white clouds. In the water are two large colonial-era ships. One is moving to the right and the other one is moving towards the direction of the viewer. Pair number four. Painting A is a nighttime scene. It is outside. In the foreground are about fifteen people, and they're all staring away from the viewer towards the background. again in a row of buildings. There's a big kind of white flash in front of some of the buildings. And behind those buildings which are lit up by the flash is a very dark row of another building. The glow of the white flash is reflecting on the water in front of the people. Painting B. There are two people in painting B. They look like they could be two women, and they are both trying to carry a large log. They are outside, and it looks like they are standing in a pit. It's not very deep. It's a little bit deeper on one end and more shallow on the other end. They may be stepping down into the pit, carrying this log, or they may be stepping out of the pit. It is mostly dirt and maybe some grass around them. And then in the background, you can see woods, which may be where they got the log from. <laughs> 
side view, so she is looking to the right. She has a navy blue dress on, and it looks like she's wearing lipstick, and also some eyeshadow and eyeliner. She has futuristic mechanics and devices on her head and built into her head. It is unclear if she has been a woman transformed into a future cyber being or she is a robot made to look like a woman. a horn or a large talon which seems to suggest something associated with war. Painting B is an idyllic countryside view. There's grass in the front and then a body of water in the midground. And the background shows many mountains. And some of them have buildings and houses. And maybe small castles on them. The sky is mostly blue. With white billowy clouds. seven cow and bulls grazing. Some are standing. Some are sitting. There's a small calf who's sitting in the grass next to the other cows and bulls. Bear number six. shows a, a ballerina dancer, and the view is you're looking down on her while she looks up at you in a pose. Her arms are outstretched, her back is arched, she's smiling, she appears to be posing for the view. One leg is kicked out behind her while she balances on the other leg. She's staring right at you. In the background, you can see the feet of about four other dancers, but you can't tell what they are doing. They all mostly just appear to be standing there. She has stepped forward to 
pose for you. Painting B. This is a city view from old industrial era. Makes me think of old-time Pittsburgh or old-time England during, during the industrial age. This smog, there's a large crane, and there's nothing that the crane is lifting. It's empty right now. Two men are in the foreground with their backs to you. One is pointing, and there appears to be some people in the distance. It's unclear if this smoke is just smog, or if there might be a fire in the distance. The entire painting is done in black and white. Pair number seven. Painting A shows two individuals, a young man and a young woman, perhaps in late adolescence or early adulthood. The man is sitting on the edge of a well, looking up at the woman, and the woman is standing like he's waiting for her opinion on something, and she looks like she's thinking about what she's going to say next. One of her feet are on a, is on a rock, and neither of them are wearing shoes. She is also holding a jug. a close-up of the corner of a building. It is light green, almost a, a light lime green. There's a little gated entranceway right in the closest foreground, right in front of the building. The gated entrance has a letterbox something else which could be the number of the building, but it can't be read. You can see two windows on one side of the building, and two windows on the other side. There's a flag on the building, which has two red portions of it, with a white middle.
expression is solemn, almost as if she was already engaged in the book, and then heard a little sound and looked towards you to see what it was. Painting B is an older woman inside, also sitting a white headdress on, somewhat similar to a nun. She has a solemn expression also, with maybe a small smile on it. She's sitting at a table. All you see is the edge of the table. Looks like a dining room table, but there's no food on it right now. A candle and a white tablecloth. Behind her is a hutch with some books and a clock. On the wall is a painting of the table that is right next to her, but in the painting, the table is outside. Side. She may be about 25 years old. She's in a chair, sitting outside in a grassy area. There could be a garden near her. She's sitting calmly in a white billowy dress with a large white hat on small white uh, pink scarf. Next to her is a dog who is mostly white with a large brown spot. The dog has his head on her lap and her hand is petting the dog right on his neck. scene, perhaps of ancient Greece. There's a structure that looks like the Parthenon. It has many large white columns with a triangular top above it, 
steps, which may also serve as seating. There are about 20 people in the painting, some people in the foreground appear to be talking to each other, there's another group clustered in the midground talking to each other, and then there's some people scattered This is the end of tonight's Vedo. I hope you are deeply relaxed.